What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but that is complete bullshit. It is my goal to show to bring the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness and to help you see what the human body is truly, truly capable of, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. I want to give those in need a reason to fight. I want to live every day like it's my last night. Want to change how we play the game. Oh, oh, <laughs> remix. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the northern hemisphere. The only podcast where you can go and listen to a man drink water, slam his desk around a couple of times, and uh, bump into his mic. I'm telling you, you can't find that combination anywhere else. So I'm glad to have me today. I got a good one for you. I got two good ones today. I'm pumped to do today's episode actually one idea just came to me off the top of my dome piece i was and actually i want to thank one of my clients for this i was having a conversation about uh nutrition targeting specific uh areas of the body to you know tone up put on a little bit of definition put on some muscle things like that and um you know i just wanted to say this before i go any further i really everyone everyone in the fitness realm gets mad it seems like when people talk about getting toned because it's not like a quote-unquote real thing but realistically um i think everybody's saying the same thing in different ways so like when people say i want to get toned when people say i want to get more defined when people say um i want to build muscle like it's literally all the same thing all of them are building muscle uh so i just i just wanted to say that but so i was talking to my client about this and uh he wants to to lose some uh what do you call it fat around his lower back area like the, the love handle area and you know i was we were talking about workouts stuff like that and i was like you know i had to talk about nutrition because that's like a huge driving factor behind weight loss and um as much as in in my own personal realm a calorie deficit is very well known to be what's going to drive weight loss uh not everybody fully grasp this and i had the, the opportunity to explain it to my client today it was really actually cool i like talking about the basic things i don't talk about them enough so today we're gonna be doing that i want to talk about why the the three biggest reasons i've seen why people don't lose weight and um i think you know just take my perspective from this and uh what do you call it actually this is good timing too i might have to redo how i'm going to be dropping these this week's podcast episodes um this is good timing because uh, tomorrow, so it's Tuesday the 23rd, tomorrow I'm going to be dropping a YouTube video and a, uh, so by now the YouTube video will already be up. So if you haven't seen it already, go check out my YouTube channel. It's in the, the show notes. Um, I'm going to drop a YouTube video about my pillars for weight loss without tracking calories. That's the that's the caveat there. And I wrote a whole um, PDF file. I have a, I'm going to be giving out a PDF file as well um, of the pillars online for people to be able to reference whenever they want. Uh, I give explanations. I give my reasoning. I sort uh, sourced a couple of things, or wait, no, cited, cited. That's it. Uh, so I got some information there for you guys, and uh, I even go through how you can apply it. I give a couple different examples, and then I explain how I would do it again if I had to do my whole fitness journey over again. So today, let's talk about the three biggest things that are stopping you from losing weight. Are you ready for this? Well, I already said the first one: calorie deficit. But I want to caveat this. I can't stand how the fitness industry just says calorie deficit calorie deficit and like i've even seen people prove this 
that you, it's the calorie deficit is all that matters. The food doesn't. I've seen people quote unquote prove this by, uh, you know, creating a YouTube video and eating only McDonald's. Like that's a real thing. Someone did that. I think he lived off McDonald's and would eat. Uh, I, mean, I don't think it was that long. It wasn't like super sized me, but I think it was for like a month or a, a week. And uh, just to prove his point, he ate in a calorie deficit at McDonald's alone and lost a couple of weight, uh, pounds. But like, listen, there's a difference between losing weight in a, how do I want to phrase this? In a way that's sustainable and is going to be good for your health and longevity and just doing it to do it. Like, sure, you could eat in a calorie deficit and hypothetically, a lot of people probably, I'm not going to say everybody, a lot of people could eat in a calorie deficit at McDonald's alone and probably lose weight. But the thing is, for one, there are way more factors that go into weight loss that I think people under appreciate and this guy who made this video uh he's a healthy dude he's in good shape he works out regularly you know he walks the water all the things and so his hormones are probably optimal to say the least at worst average so for him to be able to lose weight at mcdonald's is, is a lot easier like a lot of the reason that people put on a lot of weight is because their hormones get thrown so fucking out of whack and you know people don't talk about this because it gets really complex in that that arena of talking about hormones which is why i'm not going to go that crazy with it but if you lose weight in a in a health pretty healthy way you know in a moderate to yeah, I'm just gonna say moderate calorie deficit. You're eating whole foods, primarily whole foods. You know, getting some movement in, getting some exercise in, uh, getting some blood flow circulating out your body, getting your heart rate up, things like that. Like, um, your hormones will balance back out on their own, so you don't even have to worry about it. But the, the for the, for someone to try to prove a point that's in good shape to that that McDonald's alone in a calorie deficit is fine. Sure, to a degree it is, but come on, not everybody is in that kind of shape. Not everyone is living in by his standards, and that's fine. But it's really bad information. So the nutrient—that's a long way of saying the nutrient density is extremely, extremely important, especially if you have a lot of weight to lose. It is very important um, to be getting nutrient-dense food. So your all of your hormones are are flowing pretty well so you know you're getting all the vitamins and minerals you need for your metabolism to work to its full capacity so you're um you know not nutrient deficient i don't know i think we downplay how important those things can be you know especially in a world today where all these mental illnesses are coming up and a lot of the population is overweight or or obese i mean overweight or obese um, i don't think it's a coincidence but it's just something worth exploring so calorie deficit is probably going to be the first reason why if you're not tracking your calories if you don't know what you're doing nutritionally uh keep an eye for those those eight pillars that's how many they are eight pillars for weight loss i came up with i really i'm very confident that if you implement it in the way i was discussing and stuff like that i think i think you'll see a lot of success you know i'm not talking about anything crazy i think the average person who doesn't really um, you know, follow all the latest nutritional research. I think it's it's a really good starting place to start in, to develop a better relationship with food, which um, actually kind of in a way takes me to my next point, which is um, oh wait, actually let me finish up. The, sorry, the calorie deficit thing. So yeah, if if you're not actually in a calorie deficit with nutrient dense foods, it could be why you're not losing weight. And when I say calorie deficit, I want to emphasize the moderate part I discussed earlier. I think that's very important to understand. You need like you don't want to be in a drastic calorie deficit, especially if you want to start toning up, getting a little bit more defined, putting on some muscle. Because what what the body actually does, it's it's magnificent. Like seriously, our bodies are so cool how much of it we don't control and it just works out beautifully. Anyway, so 
what actually happens when you put when you like starve yourself or put yourself in a huge calorie deficit eating like 900 calories a day so what actually is going to happen is in order to 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 live to be able to do everyday tasks even just just sit on a couch you need to have energy to burn and when we deprive our body of carbohydrates it will look for another source of energy i.e fat or protein um, and what the body actually does when it is depleted of carbs is or sugar glycogen because glycogen is how the the carbs store on our, our body frame uh, when, when the body is depleted of that it will take i forget the exact ones but there's like three specific amino acids that it will take from your muscle tissue break it down turn it into glucose which is like the fancy word for, for sugar and then use that for energy so if you've ever seen an anorexic person who you know you can basically see their bones that's exactly why they have starved themselves and i have no beef with anybody who has eating disorders um you know do your thing but i'm just trying to illustrate my point here uh, if you can just see their bones because they starved themselves to the point where their body has had to tap into the muscle on their frame to energize them to do any any and everyday tasks really so that's why it's really important to make sure you're not in a crazy 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 calorie deficit doing endless amounts of cardio that's why women um i think it's specifically women but i guess there are probably some guys that do it too uh who restrict their food like that and go and there definitely are actually guys that do this now that i'm saying this all out loud um who put themselves in a crazy crazy calorie restriction or calorie deficit and then do like a bunch of cardio like you're not losing weight because or you're losing too much weight too fast in a very bad way um because of what your body will do to keep you alive food i say food is fuel for our body um you don't have to think about it that way every single time you eat but like having that basic understanding in the back of your mind is pretty cool because it's like it is what gives us life you will die without food and we all have a baseline of what we need just to sit on the couch so just keep that in the back of your mind you need to be in a calorie deficit a moderate calorie deficit please you don't have to go crazy one to two pounds per week depending on how much weight you have to lose is, is a pretty good ballpark but again that really depends on how much weight you have to lose i guess if i had to put a number on it i would say you know if you're on if you have less than 25 pounds to lose like i would say a pound a week is probably a better bet and if you have you know I would even say more than 50 than, you know, two pounds uh, a week is a pretty good, good starting point. You don't want to lose too much too fast for sure. So calorie deficit, moderate calorie deficit and nutrient dense foods, you know, getting your whole foods and fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, shit like that. You know, I, I always go back and forth in this because I don't work with that many vegans. Um, so when I say whole foods, that's usually how I phrase it. I never know if I should throw meats in there. I know my vegan friends probably would, wouldn't agree with me, but that's cool. I don't really give a shit. So I always go back and forth on that. So I guess if, if that's you, you could definitely throw meat in there too. But I'm talking plants, get your fiber in, baby. That's what we need the most, the most. So next up, we got our nutrient density. We got our moderate calorie deficit. Next thing you need to evaluate if you're struggling to lose weight is your habits. Your habits are a direct reflection on the outcomes you are seeing. And I'm learning this oh so well in my own fitness journey when I evaluate my my habits. Um, I learn this oh so well uh, every day when I uh, am working on my business, trying to grow it, trying to get more clients, all the things like my habits reflect how the business is running. My habits reflect how the results I'm getting in the gym. My habits reflect, you know, how my my family life is and things like that. So 
habits are the name of this game my friends like you that's what we're doing you know by going to the gym every week you're cultivating a new habit within yourself a new um baseline i don't know i think people might get freaked out when i call us a computer but like we are kind of like computers you're like a baseline action you just go work out you don't have to think about it you just do it you know that's what we're trying to do you don't think about meal prepping you just do it because you know it puts you in a good spot to get all your shit done this week, to have a little bit of extra time to spend with the kids, to um, you know spend time with your husband or wife or, or great-great-granddaughter. I don't know why you're a great-great-grandma listening to this, but if you are, that's fucking dope. Anyway, so habits, habits, habits. You know, when I think we talk about habits, I think when anybody talks about habits, or just my, ooh, my own personal experience and, and my experience working with people so far as like people think they have to cultivate these things overnight. Like that shit takes time. And I had to remind myself of this all the time. You know, things, this, like I did an episode on how everything matters. And it really isn't just everything, but like more like the actions we take matter because they start to implant the new habit within. So if you want to create the habit of going to the gym three times a week, start with three weeks of going to the gym once that week and then on the fourth week add a second day in and then do that for another three weeks and then on the seventh week add the third day in you don't have to do it overnight and that's usually what we do we force ourselves to do something like that that was just, yes oh fucking snap there we go my left hand can snap better so just, we, we force ourselves to go oh fuck that must suck overnight it doesn't have to be like that give yourself three fucking like Give yourself three months. <laughs> Seriously. If we, okay. Slow down, Tyler. Whew. Okay. So if you really think about it, if you are 47 and a half, I don't know why you're still counting halves. You're 47 and a half and you have decided that you don't want to deal with a life of, um, I don't know, chronic lower back pain. It's the easiest one I got chronic lower back pain and being a pre-diabetic anymore you don't want to deal with what comes after it so i'm going to start going to the gym and start eating healthier it took you 47 and a half years to get to that point where you decided you had to make a change it's going to take some motherfucking time to cultivate new habits so give yourself it i'm not saying give yourself 47 47 and a half years you're going, you're going to be dead but i think they say habits really start to i think the formation of new habits starts after like 18 days and then, uh, and I think it goes all the way up to 365 for to like solidify. I think it just depends on the person, but that's not the point. I actually did a whole episode on habits somewhere back in my feed if you're interested. Um, but it's going to take time to get to where you want to go. So you got to give yourself that time. It doesn't have to be 47 and a half years. You know, give yourself a month to go to the gym two times a week. You know, be realistic with who you are and where you're at. Like, I, this is something, and, and listen. I was not like this. A lot of this is advice I would go back and give myself. So when I first started, I like made the commitment to do two time two times of the week. I used sheer willpower to get my ass to the gym. Um, instead of making it easier on myself, I could have gave myself a month or two to go to the gym twice. Like at the point I was at when I started, it probably would have been a better bet. It probably would have been more sustainable. But for some reason, my fucking stubborn ass got through it. I'm actually very grateful I did. So. Um, so with that being said, give yourself time. If you know you're anything like I was and you're lazy as fuck, you know, give yourself the time to start to cultivate new habits, go to the gym. It doesn't have to be much at all once for 
a month, then the second month, add a second day in. And then at some point, you know, the third, fourth month, it'll probably start getting real easy because you're going to start seeing results and be like, yo, going to the gym's dope. And then you just add five days in overnight. And it's like, okay, this is fun. Let's keep going. You know what I mean? Like it just, it will eventually fall into place itself, but you have to give yourself the time and the space to do it. I'm going to say that again. You have to give yourself the time and the space to do it. Be your best fucking friend and coach in this journey, my friend. I'm so serious. I wish, again, these are all things I would go back and tell younger Tyler. That's really who I'm talking to here, younger Tyler. Listen, bro, get your shit together. That's probably what I would have said first. And then I would have been a little bit nicer. But the point is, these these habits don't take, they take time. So give yourself that. Okay, next up, the last thing. And I don't know, I think this one is important definitely is important so drum roll are setting the right goals like are the goals you want really what you want or do you think you have to fit into some bubble that society has created or some bubble that you have created in your head from society or some bubble that is a bubble that bubbles like are the goals that you want really what you want and this is something that i think it it takes time to really sit down and think about you know when i when i when I start talking to new clients, I ask them this. And I'm like, listen, you don't have to tell me right away. You know, tell me tomorrow. Think about it a little bit. And a lot of them, a lot of them give me give me goals right away. And uh, they don't think about it. And I don't, you know, I don't tell anybody what they should and shouldn't do. But then in like a month later, I usually revisit it a little bit and see what's changed because it always does. Because when you start moving a little bit, you start you start putting the action behind the, the goals that you, you want or you say you want, um, they change really quick because you may start to realize pretty quick that they weren't your goals after all and you were doing it for another reason. Or you may not and your goals were fucking rock solid from the beginning. Who knows? But like that could be one reason why. So obviously, if you're someone who has a goal and you know it's yours, this doesn't apply to you. But I think this is more for the people that are like, they can't figure out why they're not losing weight. Their mind's a little over the place. It's like, what do you want? What are your goals? Let's get specific. And are they really what you want? Seriously. Like if you're chasing some number on the scale or on the bar, that shit is just a number. Like what are you trying to get at here? The number is fucking irrelevant. It'll come. Don't worry. It'll come. I keep telling myself that so I can hit my 400 pound deadlift. But it will come what are you really trying to get here? The number is irrelevant. The number on the scale is irrelevant. Are you trying to feel better about yourself? Well, my friend, let me tell you this. If you want to try to feel better about yourself, start feeling better about yourself. I'm serious. I know you're probably thinking that doesn't make any sense. If I could, I would. I know I've been there. I've thought that, but seriously, you got to get past all the negative thoughts you think about yourself for a second and just like go in the mirror and compliment yourself. Give yourself a high five, fist bump yourself. I give myself high fives all the motherfucking time. I fist bump myself because, you know, I don't know actually if this episode is going to come out first now because I might move it up. But the point is, um, I did an episode talking about mental coaching. You got to be your own mental coach. You got to hype yourself up. Be your number one hype man. Do it. Do it right now. Go do it. If you have a negative self-image, go go right now and look in the mirror and clap yourself up. Give yourself a high five. I just did. So, because seriously, if you can't get past all that stuff, it, it's you're, you have to feel better about yourself. A number won't do that. And maybe I'm just speaking from my own personal experience, but when I started getting the numbers I wanted on the, on the, on the barbell for strength, it didn't do anything. A number on the scale keeps changing because like I look different. Like I weigh the same amount I started. I weighed when I started, but it looks way different. So I don't care about the number anymore. It's, it, it's irrelevant. What matters is what you are really after. 
I think it's something really worth evaluating. Um, are the goals that you want really what you want? Or maybe maybe you changed your mind. That happens. I'm telling you, when people start seeing what they're really capable of, this is why I love fucking lifting weights so much and just fitness in general because it could be calisthenics. Like when you people start to see and when I started to see what they're physically capable of, it's like all bets are fucking off for humanity because I think people will be like, oh my God, I don't have to work at McDonald's the rest of my life. That's why I think fitness is dope. But the point is when people start to see they're physically capable of their goals change and they change fast because they realize i can do more hell yeah fucking a right you can so guys those are the three biggest reasons why you're not losing weight or what i've learned that is really holding people back so guys if you if you extract anything from this if you guys got value from today's episode please leave a rate and review on itunes um share it on the medias that are on which social um let me know if you have any topics you want me to talk about I haven't gotten any recommendations in a while, but I kind of like, I actually have a whole list. I like where things are going. So guys, do all that. If you took anything from this episode, and I will see you in the next one. Peace.